Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. In the city of Indianapolis, well, the registration conversation is plus Democrats by $90 billion. It's it is a serious, serious issue. If you come from another party and you realize there are issues, there are problems. And and so many downtowns across the country are dealing with this same exact issue. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Well, this is why local elections matter so much. And it's so incredibly frustrating when your local outlets, your local news outlets or local radio don't pay enough attention to them. People do not give local the credit it needs, it deserves, and they do not give it the support that it needs and it deserves. So many people are so desperate to have the national platform, the national this and national that, they forget that what happens locally most impacts your life, most can do damage. In Indianapolis in the 13th District, a Democrat by the name of Zach Adamson, vice president of the Indianapolis City County Council, lost his primary. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to miss Zach Adamson. There's no part of me that will miss Zach Adamson. But the guy who beat him in the primary is a guy by the name of Jesse Brown, who is, well, only way it could possibly be said, he's a socialist. He is what he is what he is. You can go to his website and look things up. You can read the things he said, the issues that have been created. Indianapolis is going to vote for a socialist? Well... Maybe the question is, is Indianapolis going to finally vote for a libertarian? And what does it take to overcome when you have so many Democrat registrations or in a place even where you had so many Republican registrations? What does it take for a third party like a libertarian to make a play? Libby Glass joins us right now. Elizabeth Glass is a candidate, the libertarian candidate for the Indianapolis City County Council in the 13th district, libbyforlibertyin.com. That's number four. Libby number four, libertyin.com. I'm, I'm glad you had the, the time to join us. Talk to me about this race. What gets you involved in politics? What did you see in the 13th district of Indianapolis where you said, I think I can make a difference? Well, it started with the primary. I went in to vote and noticed that the there was only a Democrat running. Um, and that was a little demoralizing. Like, he can't just have um, a, queen, a clean sweep no matter who won the primary. He can't just be just shoo-in. So um, who is going to do it? Who's going to... Um, <clears throat> who's going to like, who can I support? Well, no one stepped up. So I stepped up and uh, I went to my uh, libertarian party members and asked, Hey, I want to be on this ballot. And so I won the caucus and, uh, or the convention 
and they we got paper signed and here I am. So you're 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 there and uh, you've got the the, the website uh, up and your and your stances on public safety infrastructure, lower taxes and budget transparency on the public safety conversation, because as much as this could be argued of a conversation about socialists, this also has to be argued about what is it that you see for the for the city? What is your public safety uh, stance? Do you find yourself in agreement with the Hogsett slash Shreve uh, proposals on, on firearms or is it a much different approach? Um, well, uh, libertarians are usually very pro 2A, and I'm not any different. Um, the measure that was passed, it was kind of like a, a little bit of a virtue signal. It's like they can't, it's the state law. So I'm not going to have any purview over that. I'm not sure exactly how many hours they spent writing that legislation which or that ordinance so um that's a little bit annoying that they wasted that time because they can't really do anything um as for my public safety um platform i would like to bring everyone back into their communities you know i want communities to band together and work with each other and the police and make them more of a uh like it was you know, in Mayberry, my pastor's doing Mayberry stuff right now. And so like, I want everyone to know each other and to be in a a community again, because we're so disconnected uh, through the 15 years since social media started, we've been more and more disconnected in the last three years have just made it worse. So I want us to get back to the group talking to elizabeth glass libby is what she goes by libby for liberty in.com that's the number four libby number four liberty in.com libertarian running for uh, the indianapolis city county council the 13th uh, district and yes uh, the city county council did engage in virtue signaling with that uh, resolution if you will uh, about uh, firearms wanting to change the age to 21 and you have to have a permit these are things that the state is simply not going to go for and it was virtue signaling the question is does it work you have to overcome democrats in trying to get them to now vote for you instead of this socialist i think you'd have a much easier time uh winning over republicans how do you win over democrats in your district do they agree that it's virtue signaling or do they like that kind of legislation and are you now forced to go knock on doors and explain why that doesn't provide them any value Well, there are lots of community groups. Uh, Ten Points Coalition is one of them that want to address um, violence and the things that the root causes of violence in the in the communities through community outreach. Um, So I I'm very small government oriented. I'm a libertarian. Um, So uh, the more we can do with communities and then working with the police that we have. I also think we should go back to community policing where police have a designated beat. They have to travel down that beat every night to and make sure that they and then when they are have a slow time during their beat, go out and talk to the people and get to know them. The the more you know the community there, you can ask them where the trouble spots are, you know, have have the community do some of the not tattle, but like give them their their concerns, you know. 
So one of the things that you discuss uh, on, on your site is is lower taxes. Mm-hmm. One of the places where I, I think that we would have a tremendous amount of of agreement is you you see that there are these this push to create like a a whole new tax world inside the mile square of downtown Indianapolis. Uh, well, that's the only way we can pay for some of these uh, reforms, some of these uh, issues. Um, what is your take on the business community of, of Indianapolis? Is this something you look to strengthen? And how does that differ from uh, your opponent in this race, the socialist who's running against you? Well, so I think that the government is not your savior. It's a support system. It's like when you buy a new tree and you're going to support it with those stakes. And it stands up straight. And as soon as the tree can stand on its own, you remove the stakes. That's what it is. And so the government are the stakes and the community is the tree. So like, and taxes are what fund the government. Well, yes, I think we should have maybe some taxes uh, until we can transition um, away from that. But lowering them and then fixing the stuff we've already got instead of trying to um, sorry, I'm a little nervous. Uh, please, um, please. This is, this, this is the stuff, you know, when you, when you're speaking to people on this kind of uh, platform, this kind of stage, absolutely. But take your time. We're all right here. We want to hear what you have to say. <clears throat> so, you know, we need to fix this things that are already, um, practical solutions that we can fix in, uh, three, six months instead of big long out processes that aren't proven to work, you know, so lights in neighborhoods for to, cause criminals are deterred by light, you know, and people have ring cameras. So they, the more light on the street, the ring cameras will be able to pick it up. Um, the, uh, the big, I'm not here to boost my ego. You know, I'm, I don't need the legacy building, um, solutions. I want the things we can do now. So filling potholes, making, um, making sidewalks for people to ride safely down or walk safely down the road. Um, those kind of things. Uh, and I those think- where the taxes should go, not the big billion dollar, like I, I used to work in wastewater treatment, the billion dollar storm center or a tunnel, good, great idea, but it's not going to help my constituents today. I mean, I was just driving down on that big rain a, a month ago um, to meet uh, a constituent and to get to her house, I had to go underneath the railroad tracks. Well, I couldn't because there was water standing everywhere. Why can't we just put some trench drains or a couple extra manholes um, to help with that, because that's going to help my constituents today, not in 15 years when the t- uh, or 10 years, five years, whenever the uh, storm sewer is finished. Libby Glass is her name. Libby for Liberty Libby for Liberty I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us, uh, Libby. We're going to talk again as this race uh, progresses. Can't thank you enough for being here.